0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Slumber Party Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Amanda Jusen, sleep expert, CEO of Baby's Best Sleep. Joined today with my BFF, operations manager of BBS, Lisa Ramrin. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi, everybody. Okay. If you're watching this on YouTube, Lisa's making like peace signs and it's reminding me of my eight-year-old daughter where she does that <laughs> literally- every every moment she can yeah. she's always she's puckering <laughs> and doing this yeah. <laughs> she's like cool mom i'm like who does that in your life <laughs> that, that it's not me it's not coming from me
1: auntie lisa does that <laughs> auntie,
0: i think we figured it out
1: <laughs> nailed it
0: so oh, these are so cool, um yes.
1: sorry I'm the source of coolness for eight year olds. I know you
0: are. You are my kids' idol, though. You know that they're like, I yeah, you're put fine. All but, the like,
1: effort Auntie into Lisa. being that.
0: <laughs> well, you did it all right. Like, yeah. if Winnie has a good outfit, she'll be like, "Hey, um, can you fan- FaceTime Auntie Lisa?" And I'm like, "I love it." Okay.
1: <laughs> I like. Your I outfit. also think it's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and your mom god 14 hours of labor i know and then some people are going to be like 14 hours i wish it was 14 hours yeah um i want to introduce people to the concept of this episode because today we don't have a guest and actually like in the infancy of like thinking about bringing you onto this podcast it was for this purpose that um Mm -hmm. On the weeks that we don't have guests, which which happen from time to time. And we've just been inundated with guests the last while, which has been really fun. Um, but it'd be fun to actually talk about our experiences with parenting, babies, all of that stuff, things that are coming up for us. Um, and so I put out the feelers on Instagram yesterday and I was like, tell us what we should talk about. And mm-hmm. if someone wrote and sort of said, what do you wish you knew? When like before, when you had a newborn, um, and I found that
1: like a really really good question.
0: <laughs> I was like, I yeah. feel like
1: we can talk a lot about this. I also like it that it's a question that somebody asked, and we're not just volunteering information. <laughs> so number <laughs> one thing that I wish you knew is that you don't have to, uh, you know, you you should ask for that info and don't take it in unless you asked for it, um, right? I love that. What is some advice?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so conscious of – I think it's – I think I've talked about this on this podcast before where I'm not someone who likes to give advice ever because I hate it when I'm just, like, kind of talking about it and someone's like, did you do this? And I'm like, okay, thank you, but I just – I just want to talk about it and talk about it. And and I will ask, like, what do you – like, this morning, I was like, hey – um, my daughter is home today with a runny nose and um, I, I don't want to get, I, I've made a, a commitment not to talk too much about my kid's personal life, but I had a question about like television on on school days and I was like, what, what do you do in your house? And so I, I will ask all the time and I'm really yeah. open to feedback, but I'm resentful when I'm just kind of sharing something and someone feels the need to like teach me. I'm like, oh, I'll ask. Yes. I'll ask. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, the asking is the essential part of the advice giving for sure.
0: A hundred percent. So Um, I actually feel like – I feel like you should answer this question first because I feel like I was in an advantage when I had my girls because so many friends had had babies. mm -hmm. I felt like I had – I had been able to kind of like see everyone's like parenting – hacks and styles and I picked some from here and some from here and mm-hmm. I picked what I liked, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not to say that I felt fully prepared, but I'm curious because you were one of the first people I know to have babies in my circle of friends. And yes. so like, what do you, I'm I sure. Also that had
1: the added benefit of having had a third child much later, like when my mm-hmm middle child was six so I feel like I also got to learn from my first two yeah. <laughs> parenting adventures and uh, yes. and now I am quite the expert I mean asking all the <laughs> advice um well, no, I still what? you know you there's, yeah
0: <laughs> but on I was, I was speaking to a client who spoke to you on a discovery call. So I am like, my schedule is like bananas and Lisa can confirm this because she'll be like, Hey, I went to call you. And then I looked at your calendar and then I just knew that I wouldn't, I shouldn't do that. But so Lisa does my discovery calls, um, for clients who want to work with me. And, and one of my clients had actually said, like, I just, love that Lisa could connect so deeply to my newborn experience. She said that she's like, Oh, she just totally got it. So I think like, yeah. I think that you are more of an expert than you think you are.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like you, right? Like you st- you're in the industry long enough you know and i was like the mom gatherer like i love to have mom meetups and friend groups and things like that so and i love like baby information i don't know call me crazy (laughs) um i'm the auntie you want to have around i guess uh i give myself that title um but some of the advice honestly it's just so simple so it's almost like just no duh. But I feel like we just need to hear the simplest advice sometimes. And for me, like when you brought that question up to me um, earlier today, I was like, yeah, I think it's just like you, Lisa, can, in fact, chill the fuck out. You actually can. (laughs) (laughs) I know you say you can't. I can't. When my husband be like, just chill. Just, just, just a minute. Just like, let's just breathe like I can't breathe. like you actually can like you here's the how you do it like you actually expand from the belly and then you take a real deep breath yeah and then you have to give yourself like 30 seconds in the, mm-hmm. the worst part of your day mm-hmm. if you just give yourself the care that you would give somebody else if you're caring mm-hmm. for your child you need to give them you know a few minutes to calm down assess the situation like do that for yourself and assess Mm -hmm. like you will quickly know that you're exhausted or that you hate that pile of laundry and then you go lay down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and turn the world off and let the other person who is there who promised to take care of you in the time of need Mm -hmm. do that for you like I feel like I just only understood that concept with my third like I left the laundry I left all the piled up dishes like I stepped over the broom as my Mm -hmm. grandmother told me so long ago. I finally understood that. She's like, I would step over a pile of dirt and a broom on the ground to go lay down, like to take care of myself. And that's, that's my lesson. (laughs)
0: That is some, that's some deep advice from your grandmother. I love that. I love, I love your grandmother also. Um, When I was a young, like young person, I do not do this now, but Lisa Lisa got married at a time where I was sowing my wild oats, as they say. One second. Okay, we're back. Um, When it was um, the wedding, your wedding, your grandmother. Like, I think I was, like, um, my husband was, like, we were moving to Australia. My husband was in Australia. I was, like, the only one without a date. And so she, like, sought me out, and she's like, you, you you do vodka shots with me and I was like oh, oh okay and then I like what am I supposed to do like not do them like I was I what mean, you 20 you
1: do vodka shots with me but she does not speak any English so she must have just screamed vodka at you
0: she literally took a, a well there was a, a bottle of vodka in the middle uh-huh. of the table she just started pouring shots for me and her and then was like nods she at felt me your,
1: your vodka energy. <laughs>
0: No. And then I was like, okay, this woman's like 75. I'm 24, 25. What am I doing? Okay, I guess I'm also doing vodka shots with this 75-year-old woman. And then I had to see myself out. That's that's what I remember from your mom or your grandma. That's great. Anyway. It's whole granny. Um, the tale is old as time.
1: Classic, <laughs> granny. know. But seriously, like I'm not kidding. Like that is my grandmother. She's <laughs> just like, it's time to party. Everybody, turn it off. <laughs> um,
0: I I was thinking like, um, I have like so many thoughts about like that newborn stage and i think that there is a lot of pressure to perform one's motherhood and perform to everybody how much you care for your child yeah. and in the last little while i've i've had a lot of like deep thoughts to myself as i deal with like clients and the questions that come to me that I think the worst thing that we've ever said to new moms or parents, not even new moms, like parents in general, is like, hey, your bond and attachment to your child is always at risk of like being severed. Mm-hmm. And I think with that that worry in mind, it's every parent's worst fear that their child won't love them or that they're not caring for their needs. And therefore, w- there are all of these like, outside, I mean, experts being like, well, if you don't have the baby on you at all time, you're not attached to them. If you're not breastfeeding, you're not attached to them. If you're not co-sleeping, you're not attached to them. And it, sim- it just simplifies something so like natural and complex and actually easy to connect with your child. And I wish someone had told me how effortless it is, right? Like, and and sure. where it it's it's ironic because the, the the parents who worry the most about it are actually probably the most in tune with their child's right mm-hmm. and uh like as i've done my own journey with my own like past and how i was parented um i've i've done a lot of 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 research and reading and i've like surrounded myself with like scholars and people who are extremely smart and like the best people piece of advice that i've ever received is just delight in your child delight yes. in them and it's like yep. oh that's that's so easy so that's, that was the number one thing that I thought of is that I wish I knew how easy it was or how I should have just trusted my instinct that like my effort, like I've told this story before, but I, I think it it makes sense in the context of this discussion. But I remember going to like a a mom group where everyone made it clear that like we're practicing attachment parenting and it literally that, that phrase had not even crossed my my like ether, like I had no idea what that was. Yeah. And when I, I remember showing up there and I felt really confident and just so in love with my baby and having a great postpartum experience. And it wasn't until someone told me, Hey, you might not be doing this right. That I had even considered that possibility. Do you know what I mean? And like, what a, what a sadness that we continue to do this to, to new parents.
1: it's so funny because you said that in the beginning uh, you you were saying something about um, yeah just being online and I'm like you know when I was giving when I was pregnant and about to give birth with my first son like he was born in 2010 and I really didn't like I wasn't exposed to a lot of like the jargon or like even mommy sort of like groups or anything that I had like I wasn't aspiring to anything, you know, it was just like, I knew what I knew. My reality was my reality. My baby was like the baby I wanted so badly, you know, and it was, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, and then only, yeah, like when, you know, and I actually got off Facebook for a while when I was pregnant mm-hmm. with him because I just like wanted good vibes. Only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. even then at its like still infancy, you know, there was already some like association with how negatively Facebook was affecting me. then my experience with my daughter you know who was born in 2018 like I was exposed to it all and I had so many added anxieties over Mm -hmm. these like groups I was joining you know like Mm -hmm. August 2018 baby like whatever that it was to like connect Mm -hmm. with somebody Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of my friends were like done having kids and so it was just like kind of me and I don't know it was just like it was a different age you know like there's yeah there's the information overload and just like the the subgroups and things like that like that mm-hmm. is so damaging and it's just mm-hmm. like what instinct you have is is the reality you know mm-hmm. and check in with smarter people than you right <laughs> like not know. not Facebook people. I love that. Simple, sorry, oh, that
0: That's a great little tit, uh, tip. I, I wanted T- to say well. tidbit. <laughs> tit. I said tit. But I wanted to say tidbit. And then I changed halfway through the word coming out of my mouth to tip. And then it just came tit. So that's, that's... a great tit. <laughs> One tit only. I feel like no, we're but... still
1: on our girls' vacation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! Um, Mark, no, but like I think that – I think that's such a great piece of advice. It's like, be careful what you, what content you are absorbing. And I know that like my job, I help people sleep independently, but I, everything I post, I'm so aware of like, are my words making a mom who doesn't feel this feel like crap in any way? And I would rather do anything but that, like literally right. anything, I, honestly, it would just like destroy me. And and there are like there are some great Facebook mom groups. There are some toxic mom groups. And if yeah. anything that you're reading doesn't lift you up and make you feel really great, you you need to kick it to the can. Yeah,
1: when I want all to. Of I, your healthcare providers tell you to get off the Facebook groups, which was my case. <laughs> get well, that's off. like.
0: I I tell this story to my clients. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but um, so uh, uh, I'm going to share two things, but I, I was gifted this book and I won't mention the name because I don't want anyone to seek it out, but I was gifted this book and it was like all about all these things, new baby, like new baby, do this, do that, do that. And I was like, thank you so much. This is so exciting. And so I'm jumping into the book. And the first thing it tells me is that if your baby doesn't um, breastfeed for longer than 20 minutes at a time, they eventually will be failure to thrive and they will stop eating and your your breast milk supply will tank. And so I, as a brand new parent, was like terrified of this. And, you know, the one Isn't thing- that what
1: happened there with the- Situation. Yeah,
0: well, okay, this is so funny. So I go to the doctor, I, I book an appointment, and I sort of like be like, I want to do a weight check. I want to make sure she's eating. Like I read this book, and I go to the doctor, and she's like, okay, let's just do a quick weight check. And she's like, okay, so. Um, <laughs> Did she eat he, another like, baby? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she's like, Winnie's six feet tall and 16 pounds. Um, that's absurd. And you're this whole thing is so sir. she was so lovely. This oh is gosh. I I yeah. have a great doctor here, but I really like I, I, I don't miss my doctor. I wish I could have her here. She was just so patient with literally every thought that I ever yeah. had. Um But she was just like, if it doesn't land for you, stop reading it. Like, you have to, like, honor your intuition and know. And you didn't even think about it until you read that. And I was like, that's true. And, like, my kids continue, both of them.
1: Open your eyes and look I at your feel, child. My kids like, I can't breathe because of my face rolls. I'm sure I was born with enough skin on my body to contain all <laughs> this goodness.
0: But there is something I, I put myself in that brain all the time. There's something in that newborn brain mom that's yeah. like, make sure you feed the baby. Whether it's formula or breast milk, feed the baby, yeah. feed the baby. That's yeah. that's our job. We have to keep feeding the baby. So yeah. if someone gives you any signal that you're not feeding the baby or it, it's, it's like, I, I think it's actually primal because it was yeah, so yeah. stupid. I, I feel like I have a totally different brain. Those are totally two different people. But at the time I really believed it. So I, I go to, uh, yeah. I go to the doctor, but like the joke is like my kids never ate longer than five minutes. Both of them, they were both absurdly large and I had a crazy breast milk supply and it was nothing, but that was yeah. me. And that was like the differentiator. Right. I'm thinking of like, okay, so now I want to share my other piece of advice. So should I give a sleep tip or should I give the time that like the that things happen to with the Winnie. crowd. What are they saying? <laughs> I know. I know. Guys, what do you think? Okay. So there's that. Then I want to think about okay, because you're probably you're listening to this podcast today because your baby isn't sleeping. Your newborn baby isn't sleeping. So we should absolutely talk about that. Um, number one, I I do uh, I'm like always on the fence about like the content that I produce because I don't want it to be like you need this because you're lacking, but people ask me all the time. So I make it, but I made a newborn masterclass, um, with a full, like 12 page PDF guide and like an hour long Q and a that I recorded and, um, put on the website and people really like it and they found it helpful. But the, the whole, like, content piece and the thing around it was that there there sometimes isn't a lot that you can do with your newborn and it's not your fault um that is like I had there's these nothing two you can do with it there's nothing and you were such a good example like your baby had colic
1: Yeah, my second one. And yeah. I I mean, yeah, like and I I love I love, I hated when people said, you know, like, oh, it must be just like, you know, you must be stressed. Colic is not a thing. It's like, well, it's not a Mm -hmm. thing, except for Mm -hmm. it's a thing for me. And I'm actually Mm -hmm. not that stressed. Like my husband Mm -hmm. took all this time off. Like it was Mm -hmm. our relationship was good. I had a wonderful pregnancy, had a wonderful C-section birth experience. It was fine. Like nothing really was wrong. Um And so I was resentful of people saying that it wasn't a real thing and I did try all the things and Mm -hmm. and then like magically honestly at three months he stopped crying and then Mm -hmm. he was just like perfect and normal and slept Mm -hmm. but actually Mm -hmm. because he was such a fussy and hard to soothe baby impossible to soothe like, I don't know, the bond there became stronger with dad because it was like Clayton's Mm -hmm. job to take over, Um, you know, as soon as he got home and he did take that baby and he did tell me to go lay down or Mm -hmm. go do like, and actually I was like, some of the things I want to do are what I consider self-care, but they might be not for everyone, but it's fine. Like I just did a bunch of things that I wanted to do that were on my list, but I made sure to rest. Mm -hmm. And, and like, It gave him that time to experience the horribleness of the baby, you know, (laughs) and be able to like also understand my experience that I was going through through throughout the day. But also because William was so Bad and we talk about this openly In our because he just then Turned out to be like the most perfect it's, little
0: it's kid the most, It's the most ironic thing Of the 2000s <laughs> yes. like that We can say this because he's the chillest Coolest child the chillest
1: easiest Yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um, And so uh, is that I was just like I had to put him down Because there's so many frustrating times Where I was just like had dark Thoughts wasn't mm-hmm. r- you know Arrested enough or was just mm-hmm. so Mm -hmm. stressed all the time and and uh and I had a toddler to take care of so Mm -hmm. William had to go down uh like in a safe space obviously by himself Mm -hmm. for a while and his room is always in his crib and he just like started falling asleep (laughs) like a bunch (laughs) of times like like my friends would come over I'm like I just need to like say hello to my friends put him down for a second come back up to in 10 minutes he's sleeping so it was Mm -hmm. like In that moment, they realized that it was like, oh, maybe he just like also wanted to be not touched so much. Like maybe Mm -hmm. he wanted to just kick his little feet by himself for a while. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like it's also so important to just give them that opportunity to figure Mm -hmm. out things for themselves, even if it's five minutes, even if it's two minutes, if it's 10 minutes. Like that was what I needed for my mental health is that 10 minutes, you know, to walk away, Uh, greet a friend. That was going to be
0: my next piece of advice. This is why our brains are so like in sync because the best piece of advice I got from a friend was put your baby down to sleep when they are happy and, and just live in their best life. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then the thing is like, it's okay to walk away if they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like you feel so attached to the baby. Like, yeah, I remember the first night we put Winnie upstairs for a bedtime and then i walked downstairs i was like she's all the way up there is she okay but she is okay they are okay they're totally fine um The, the, you know, when people talk about how I established good sleep habits with my kids, it was about, I just kept practicing. I swaddled them and I put them down at around like a 45 to 90 minute wake window, depending on their age. And then I put them down before they were crying or really overtired. And I just kept trying. And sometimes that worked and sometimes that didn't. And I didn't really put a lot of pressure on myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that, we know too much in this generation like I eventually looked up the information I eventually like I I looked up about wake windows I read everything about baby sleep but I also like for me at that time it didn't translate into a certain pressure I never felt like maybe it's because I read so much about baby sleep it normalized what they were doing right and I think that sometimes They'll say like my clients will be like well my friend's baby sleeps eight hours or everyone says why doesn't your baby sleep like aren't baby this is their sleepy time it's like well it's a sleepy time for some but it's definitely not for others and I would say most newborns struggle with sleep yeah yeah for a long yeah. time and there are no such things as bad habits everything can be reversed when you want it so yeah, if you're doing exactly. something that someone's like you shouldn't do that they're gonna want that forever well who you're just who cares. Surviving. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's like you can be like, you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. It like totally. we'll change that when we want to change that. Mm-hmm. Um okay, this might be like kind of dark, but I think it I think that we're doing a PSA by bringing this up it has nothing to do with we go baby there. sleep. We're going we to go there. there. <laughs> Listen closely. Everybody has a story about dropping their baby or their baby falling. There you go. The, I sorry. I We just happened to be on the
1: phone for yours. <laughs>
0: everyone and nobody tells it nobody walks around because it it's so shameful when it happens I've never been so sad in my life when it did happen honestly I don't think I've ever been so sad it was but then you call a friend to be like hey this is what I did and everyone opens up and some parents have 10 falling baby stories and you're like
1: I have one for every baby Actually, maybe not Charlotte. Because you learned. <laughs> she just fucking, she figured it out. But I'm like, she yeah. fell for sure. But I don't remember specifically for her. But for, for like the first, but the second, I'm like, you think I would have learned. I think I would have known that. But yeah. It ha- he tricked this me with being chill. He's like, I don't even move. I'm, I'm just fine. laying Watch here. This. I'm like,
0: what? exactly. And then he's like. <laughs> <off> <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny. No, and it's please not. Please don't. It's not in the no, moment. It isn't. It's funny and now. and like when it happened to me, I was I was pumping. Winnie was right in front of me on like my rocker footstool. I put her down. I'm talking to yeah. Lisa. This is like a two week old baby. She doesn't move. She just lays there. She went down right in front of me. Like I I watched it happen, but I couldn't react fast enough. I'm on the phone with Lisa. And I'm like, I have to take her to the hospital. I have to. And Lisa oh. was like, "Girl, she's okay. She she's okay." And then you just stopped. She you go. Right you know away. what? Yeah. You have to do this. You have to go to the mm-hmm. hospital, and you have to know that she's yeah. okay. So just go. And I did. And she was okay. And the nurse yes. was like. It's funny. So this is why I say it's like not funny. I put Winnie on the like examination table and then I turned around to do something and the nurse, I'll never forget this. She goes right there. You have your hand on this baby at all times when they are up on something high. You want to get something in your diaper bag? You have a hand on your baby. And I was like, oh. So it is a thing. I learned. Nora did fall, but not with me. She would like do stuff. Like Nora's tricky. Nora's a silent. She's like, I'm just here. Yeah. And then she the goes do stuff. Effect. I know. But she, but I just wanted to say that. Like I don't yes. want everyone to drop their baby, but I think it's way more common than you think. I cried for a full day and then I realized everyone has a story. Literally everyone I know.
1: hmm Yeah. So it's Okay um 100 i have like a couple for each kid i feel like <laughs> you know one of our kids like fell down the stairs and then we like never let him walk on the stairs again yep. because we were so yep. traumatized and then the teachers had to bring it up to us like wondering <laughs> if we they're like do you live in a bungalow or like no we're just really just freaks with stairs that's all <laughs>
0: How we are is normal. You're not normal. Yeah.
1: He would like bump scoot down the stairs to go to the library. School. And they're like, "Is cool. what's going on here?" Yeah. Well, they have to flag that right for like certain um, certain disorders. So, like developmentally, yeah, totally. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're like, "He's not really walking up the stairs." Like, yeah, because we don't let him. That's why we know he's three. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> when he's on.
0: at home, he's in a bubble suit. That's also normal, right? <laughs> yeah all right lisa we're at 28 minutes which means we're getting into that crap nap zone i think like i feel good about what we covered did we miss anything
1: um i don't think so i feel like i shared a little too much but oh well that's me
0: oh i don't i don't think
1: (laughs) anything that you shared
0: i think every i i feel like this is like the episode i want to share with everyone today i'm really glad that we did this yeah it was really really good
1: if you do want to chat, because I love to talk, um, call me on a discovery call. <laughs> People are like, we're going over 15 minutes. I'm like, it's okay, stay, That's pull fine. up a chair. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like consultations are an all-time high. And they're like, we know that she's not the sleeve consultant, but is there any way to work her into this somehow? Um that's a good point. Uh, we want to normalize newborn sleep. You know, it, it's going to be a little bit tough. Check out the newborn masterclass. We also do one-on-one work and mentoring over your entire newborn, um, experience. And, uh, it, it people can find it really helpful. If it, you know, maybe you don't have that mom friend, maybe you're the first person to have kids or maybe you have a lot yeah. of support and you want someone to text, uh, all of our consultants work with newborns. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And you can, if you want to work directly with me, you always book a call with Lisa. Otherwise, we have an amazing team um, now with two uh, registered social workers. So if you have coverage that um, covers a social worker, we can help you there too. And more things to come that are very exciting. I don't know when this is going to be published, so I'm not going to say things. But we have so many more offerings coming your way very soon. So exciting. In the meantime, find us on Instagram at Baby's Best Sleep. You can find Lisa at BBS underscore L-I-Z-A. Uh, and find us online at BabiesBestSleep.com. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>